0: Winter of the Wallcrawler. Welcome back to DQB Does, Drafty Quarters Podcast Network movie review show, where we are brilliant but lazy. With me this evening is my co-host, Russell.
1: Man, that's what I was going (laughs) to (laughs) say. Got him.
0: Every day, every time I fuck you up, like every time. Uh, We also have Dave. Pizza time. (laughs) Hey, it's Dave. Uh, This week we are continuing our winter of the wall crawler uh with Spider-Man 2 2004 2 hours and 7 minutes PG-13 Spider-Man Dose um 7 minutes too long
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe a little bit more too long but well I don't know um so this one is about uh Spider-Man trying to decide if he wants to be Spider-Man or not because MJ's like, Bruh, I love you. And he's like, Oh, I can't. <laughs> I don't want to get you killed. <laughs>
2: uh
0: and then uh Harry's obsessed with trying to kill him. Uh but he also wants to become rich and famous first. And he takes over Oscorp and gives Dr. Otto Octavius, what a ri- ridiculous name, um, some tritium. Um Yeah, in lieu of his father's death, he has become head of the board. Yeah. Um, because the board got turned into spooky skeletons. Uh, they did. They did. Uh, in the first, one.
1: <laughs> And, you know, corporations are just the replacement for a royal family, but whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so, uh, Doc Ock fucks up and blows up his sunmaker. maker. <laughs> thing and Spider-Man shows up, saves the day, but not before he gets like electrocuted and it blows the inhibitor chip in his arm things that keeps them from taking him over because they're AI, which seems overdone. But whatever, anyway, <laughs> he doesn't become a mad scientist on his own, all right? He he becomes a mad scientist because his arms are evil. Yeah. He's got evil
3: arms. It happens. He's got evil
0: arms. Yeah.
1: it's. I have thoughts on those. Is it? Is it just a, like a evil dead trope? That <laughs> there's a character in a Sam Raimi movie that is insane because something is making them insane? Yes. Yeah.
0: But anyway, uh, so, you know, Spider-Man hijinks ensue, slice of life stuff ensues. Uh, Peter and MJ barely missing each other. Her getting engaged to uh, John Jameson, Triple J's son, the astronaut, uh, which becomes important later in 3, that he's in this. Yeah. Um, If you watched the 90s cartoon, you know what's coming. Um, Which is not how it happened in the comics. But it's okay okay that's not why i don't like three but anyway uh um so and you know doc ock does crazy shit tries to rebuild his sun machine bigger and better because america and i'm a mad scientist damn right uh gotta finish my life's work yeah i gotta finish my my life's work yeah because my wife's dead and i barely mourned her um that's true uh uh-huh uh (laughs) and uh so then uh we get the final conflict and everybody finds out everybody kind of finds out that spider-man is peter parker but like not jonah and not aunt may but aunt may like knows but she doesn't know yeah she knows she knows she knows she knows knows.
1: knows. uh that she knows yeah she knows she knows she knows she knows uh so sounds like a foreign currency
0: (laughs) there's like a tiktok song i don't know what the other words are though it's probably about sex i don't Wasn't me no
2: (laughs) i don't (laughs) i don't
0: understand tiktok yeah it's weird um but uh so like you know, they fight, and Doc Ock gets shocked again, And but the sun thing is self-sustaining, so he's, like, in the water, and Peter beats his ass, and, um, he, like, takes his mask off to try and convince Doc Ock to help him stop the thing, uh, and eventually he does, and he sacrifices himself to stop a sun from, like, taking out the world. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just like, it'll just be half of New York. But like, it's a self-sustaining sun. It's like absorbing material and becoming bigger, like just gaining mass. I'm not sure. Like once it gets big enough, it's become self-sustaining. I'm not sure like what the maximum size is and how that only takes out New York. And if it takes out New York, I like even if it just takes out New York, like it physically absorbs and takes out New York, not just like kills everyone. Like, craters it (laughs) that's gonna fuck up more than new york (laughs) uh but anyway yeah this is the part where we do the rundown yeah (laughs) yeah doc doc fucking sacrifices himself to fix fix the thing we didn't see a portal open up and save him and shunt him to another universe but that's another time uh and so then uh you know peter turns around and mj's not knocked out, and he doesn't have his mask on, and she's like, ah, fuck, bruh, it all makes sense now. Direct quote. Yeah, that's actually what she says, the one F-bomb, it's a PG-13. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then, like, you know, they kiss a little bit, and then he's like, I still can't be with you, and she's like, what the, why? Because she can't say fuck, because she just said it. Um And she's like, okay, I guess I'll marry fucking John she didn't say fuck that was that was <laughs> i guess i'll marry john uh so just then yeah, and art rated superman art rated spider-man uh then it goes on to the wedding and she leaves him at the altar and just like shows up at peter's apartment in her wedding dress yeah and then they're like yeah we're together now and then he hears sirens and he's like well sorry She's like "Go get him tiger, <laughs> and that's like the end of the movie, or is it
1: or is we it?
0: we didn't have an actual stinger, this is like before actual stingers before we're just gonna stingers. like we're like just gonna attack a bunch of random scenes at the end of the movie, yeah, <laughs> this is before they decided to
1: make us wait through the credits, which yeah. I prefer
0: yeah, well, I mean like when you when you put it after the credits, it like actually cuts it from the movie as opposed
1: to like fading to black for like 10 seconds yeah. and then going to this. I mean, I get it. You can, you can do like the visually stunning graphics and then put all the stingers after that. Cause that's like two minutes.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of stuff does that. Yeah. Some stuff has like multiple stingers where it does that and then it has the stinger and then it has like yeah. the real credits for like 10 minutes
1: yeah. and then it has another stinger. It wasn't anyway. as annoying until we got to, like, the seven to ten minute credit scene, Yeah, because <laughs> there's more
3: <laughs> credits nowadays.
0: Yeah, because, like, there's, like, 10,000 people working on the fucking visual effects. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Harry starts flipping out because he found out that Peter was Spider-Man. And he, like, hallucinates his dad and throws a knife at this mirror and finds a false wall like goes back there and finds all the goblin shit oh yeah. fuck we getting hairy goblin yeah which is like dumb <laughs> yeah the, like him uh, anyway that's the end of the movie synopsis over Critic criticism That's dumb, because he, like, starts fucking hallucinating before he ever has the gas, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, which would be okay if, like, Norman was insane before. Before. Now, I mean, I guess you could argue that him willing to test subject himself is insane. If it was unprovoked, it would be insane. Yeah. But it wasn't unprovoked. Yeah, he was gonna lose his funding. Losing his funding, he was losing the like his place in the company like and so yeah he's like gonna do something drastic drastic. like it's not insane when you put someone in a situation like that whereas like this thing with harry okay like maybe spider-man the chase of spider-man has driven him insane but why is he hallucinating but the goblin why? voice in yeah. his dad? Like, yeah. I don't, it just doesn't make any sense. No. Was fair, it cool at yeah. the time? Yeah, I fucking ate it up at the time. I was excited.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. I, I, st- I still did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoyed watching this again.
1: Yeah. No, I mean. I did too. I enjoyed it's, it. It's a good movie. Yeah. It, it definitely
0: has problems, though. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, So let's talk about, we talked a little bit about bad stuff right there with the hairy thing, but that's like a stinger, basically a setup for the next movie. Yeah. Let's talk about the movie itself. Okay. I want to talk about some stuff that I loved. Um mm-hmm. I love Sam Raimi. Yeah. Yep. Uh so like the all direction the direction for this movie was amazing. Yeah. All the stuff that is classic Raimi shit. Like all the stuff with Doc Ock where, you know, he's basically like a horror monster. You know, he's like coming in from outside the screen and everybody's like freaking the fuck out tons of people screaming like if this was not pg-13 it would have been gory as fuck yeah and, like th- the scene where he kills all the fucking doctors in the hospital where they're trying yeah. to save him and the nurses and shit there would have been blood everywhere in that scene if this was not pg-13 because he fucking killed them all yeah and there was like circular saws and chainsaws involved like <laughs> yeah weird chrome chainsaws <laughs> yeah it would have been gnarly. And it was all shot, you know, in that classic Ramey style where everything's stylized and like from weird angles and the arms are coming like out of the screen into the people. And like, it is fantastic. And the, when he becomes Doc Ock, when the first, when the first sun machine breaks, like that was also very classic Ramey stuff. Um, but, like, anytime he just, like, comes out of nowhere and starts attacking people, it's very Raimi. Yeah. Um. Oh. So, like, all that stuff I loved. Love Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. He's
1: fucking yeah, amazing casting. such a good job. Great casting. Yeah. Amazing casting. You took, like... Because, like, Doc Ock is kind of, like, a mundane like villain he's not i mean eventually in the comics there's some stuff that is fucking nuts that like drives his character real hard yeah but like in the animated show and like i like the characterization in the animated show it was okay he just i I don't i just don't think he stands out as much like as alfred molina made him stand out yeah so Like, like it's one of those castings where you're just like like it makes the character better
0: yeah the difference the difference between this version and like the actual comic version the actual comic version is very much like he's doom if if doom wasn't like born into royalty yeah Because he's, like, the smartest one, and he knows he's the smartest one. Yeah. And he doesn't give a fuck about anybody else, because he's the only one that matters, because he's the smartest one. Yeah. And he's gonna fix everything, and you're an idiot for getting in his way, whether it's because, like, he's just like, well, I'm smarter than you, and I'm gonna fix everything, so that's why I'm in this bank just taking the money to buy stuff to make my machine, because fuck you, you don't need it, I do. (laughs) Like... The the like crazy megalomaniacal narcissist shit of of Doc Ock in the comics is very interesting, especially when they get deeper into like that character, yeah. like with the Superior Spider Man shit Spider-Man. and stuff like that. Very interesting character. Um, the The characterization in this is very different because yeah. he's like a humble crazy intelligent scientist. Yeah. Um, who's been tempered by love, which they've also gone they've gone through that in the comics as well. Mm -hmm. Where like that almost happened and he like lost his love and that's why he went and was just like, no, fuck this. I'm gonna do what I need to do to change what I need to change. I like
1: that better than my arms are driving me crazy. Yes, like you didn't need to do that. Like yeah. you didn't need to make the AI arms like driving him nuts. Like yeah. we didn't need that. Like him losing his wife and just losing his complete shit is such a better like story. Yeah, for that character, than- it is than what we got and, and it's crazy too because like i mean even people today are like oh spider-man 2 spider-man 2 spider-man 2 and we just watched spider-man 1 and spider-man 2 and i'm confused yeah and i yeah i remembered spider-man 2 being absolutely fucking batshit insane amazing which like it's real good it yeah. is like it's great it is a good movie but like spider-man 1 guys mm-hmm. like it's true they slept on that spider-man 1 yeah, yeah, like, the the biggest difference between these two movies, uh, to me, is, uh, I feel like Kristen Dunst and Toby Maguire had sex in between these two movies, uh, because in two, there's did. like, so, uh, I feel like there's some actual chemistry going on, like, between these characters. Now, I mean, we've seen better chemistry between oh, characters, for sure. sure. But, like, this, the chemistry is, like, far superior to their chemistry in... in in one in one and so i thought that that was interesting
0: yeah i mean you're right like the the chemistry is totally different um the only thing that i don't like as far as like the relationship goes is like they really fucking beat it to death in this movie like it was there was just a lot of yeah there was he s- can't be there for her he can't be there for her again she's gonna tell him off yeah. he's gonna be sad about it, yeah uh, blah, blah blah blah
1: blah over and over and over again the, there was seven minutes too much of their relationship <laughs> at <building>. least <laughs> at least except there
0: the Campbell. Some... that was that was good no, <laughs> no. that was yeah that was and amazing. that one that one was fine like yeah. we're we're trying to set up that she's coming into her own is exactly what he said she was going to be. Right. And what she wanted to be. Yeah. She wanted to be a stage actress. She wanted to be a model. She wanted to do all this stuff and she's doing it, but yeah. he's not there to support her. Right. And that's supposed to be the thing. But then it's just like, it just keeps going and going and going and going and going. Like yeah. that would have been enough. Like he's supposed to go to the show because he said he's going to, he's quit being Man. He wants to be there for her. And he doesn't make it because he's he does he is still Spider Man. Then he quits. Then he tries to be with her, and she's like, "No, it's too late. I'm with this guy." Yeah. So like they needed him trying to go to the thing, him trying to go to the show, and they needed the ball where she gets engaged to
1: to John. Yeah. They didn't need any of the other shit. Yeah. Well, so the the sidewalk scene before she gets in the cab, I think, is important. Because it's him like trying to tell her like how he feels and stuff finally. And like he's better and she's like, "Mm, you are, you do seem a little different. And like, I think that scene's important, but it goes on for too long. Yeah. And then like the ball scene is fucking heartbreaking. So like, I agree that that scene is definitely needed. Yeah, and then the cafe scene is really good. The cafe scene is actually my favorite scene so far between these two movies with the two of them.
0: Yeah, but that part is part of another part, right? That's where, that's where she gets, yeah, kidnapped. where she gets kidnapped, yeah. and you know where he basically comes back to being Spider Man. Yeah, because this is now this is like like so Spider Man no more, but completely entangled with a totally different story.
1: Yeah, so we so we have to address the powers. Uh, so, so he's losing his powers throughout the movie. Yes. And I, I, I like, I get it and I'm kind of torn because like when he starts losing his powers in the comics and in the animated show, it's like for different reasonings. It's not because of self doubt. Like, yeah. whereas in this it's because of doubt. Yeah. And like, I like that. It's an interesting twist to fit it in when you're not going to take it somewhere else. Like, I cause, would agree to that, cause yeah. we were never going to get like man spider. We were never going to get like so this is completely no spider-man power spider-man yeah we were never gonna get those things right so the this is how you fix it he doesn't go
0: to a random fucking doctor and play the well my friend has these dreams game fuck that you already have connor's in the in the movie you already have connor's in the movie yeah connor's is not utilized enough he should, Do he... the same thing you did in the in the in the animated show it's fox you know it's not Fox making the movie, but like yeah. Fox already did this, yeah go to Connors. he tells you that it's stress because he's trying to live a double life, right, right? and he's fucking yeah. one of them up
1: yeah. And in the process, Connor says something about "I know what it's like to live." I a double I know what life. it's like like to live a double life, and then you tease fucking Lizard Man. Yeah, and we get Lizard Man in three instead of everything else. But we'll get
3: oh, he's Lizard Man. Yeah,
1: yeah. Doc, Doc Connors uh, is Lizard Man. So, like, Which we get a lot of too much of, I would argue, in Amazing Spider-Man one. That yeah. Now I
0: remember. <laughs> but like, they totally could have done this right, and there was just like. There was some weird fuck ups, yeah, and it's I,
1: all in the script. And it's it's the same. It's once again beating us over the head with the same idea because the doctor, as soon as Peter says it, yeah, and the doctor like sees his physique and like knows. The yeah. doctor's like, "Oh, okay, you're Spider Man. Well, I'm I like Spider Man, so I'm gonna encourage you, yeah, to you know. I mean, he tells me he always has a choice and stuff because he's a doctor, and he's like." probably worried about him it's probably his fucking pediatrician from 15 years ago because he's right. still a kid yeah. at 30 <laughs> uh well he's supposed to be about the second year of college at this point or yeah something. so he's supposed to be like 20 but i think toby's like 30 in this one yeah um but i i don't hate the doctor scene like i get what you were doing but yes i do agree with you like you can you could have completely changed that to a conversation with doc connor's yep and you know doc connors could have told him he always has a choice and then he's like i do have a choice and you know moves on and like the scene with uh the scene with ben when he's like so like i love that scene when he's like he's sitting in his bed and he's just like staring and he's like thinking uh you know clearly it's a conversation he's having in his head But I felt like that scene was done really well because he's just like staring off into space and we Mm -hmm. like the slow zoom in on his eyes. And then he like starts having this conversation with he's in a car in a white room with uh, Ben Parker, which if you didn't know, Ben Parker also becomes the Phoenix at some point. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm kidding. It's a joke.
0: It is uh, not the
2: white hot room.
0: It is not the white hot room. <laughs> fuck off with that shit. <laughs> I didn't get any of that. No, yeah. Dave's lost. It's fine. Don't worry about I'm it. I'm always <laughs> lost. Um so That's some hardcore comic book shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I went I went deep. Um
1: I was like, what? Oh god, it's not the white hot room. <laughs> fuck you. So he but I really love that scene with him and Ben like and the chemistry between toby and the actor that plays ben is yeah. fantastic once again um and so i really love that scene i and you know like i'm saying like i'm in defense of the self doubt and him losing his powers mm-hmm. and, you know his stress or whatever it be uh i i'm in I'm, I'm a fan of the way they did it before you get
0: past that scene yes i didn't like that scene okay not because it wasn't acted well mm-hmm. because it was yeah but because they already did it it's literally like not the same words but the same conversation from Spider-Man 1
1: yeah well okay i mean but that's also like part of the reason i like it is cuz it's like a parallel to that scene but it's him making the Ugh. opposite choice
0: but no but he but he doesn't cuz in the in spider-man one he shirks his responsibility well (laughs) yes to to go make money and he's like you're not my dad and like in this one ben's like hey bro i'm right you need to do what you need to do and he's like nah man i want to get laid yeah i mean
1: that's true (laughs)
2: like (laughs) it's the same scene
1: yeah but anyway um so once again, we're back to the same thing with, okay, they're just going to beat us over the head with... Yeah, exactly. You know, repetition. Um And there's also some dialogue throughout the movie that is repeated for no reason. Mm-hmm. One character says... And this happens a lot in this one. Uh One character says one thing, another character says another thing, that other character says the same thing, and the other character says the same thing. And it happened... There's a couple times where it happens twice on repetition and then there's a whole conversation that is literally them just saying the same thing back and forth which is the 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 whole conversation i'm talking about is the street scene which is why i think it could have been a lot shorter because it's literally just them saying the same thing back and forth in different ways yeah up until the the beginning and the end is what's important of the conversation with him and mary jane on the street before she gets into the cab
3: Mm -hmm. okay
1: yeah the beginning and the end that's all we needed out of that scene yeah, instead and there's like, like three minutes. whole minutes two or three yeah, whole whatever. minutes of them saying the same things back and forth or her asking random questions mm-hmm. that like fill out of place in the conversation yeah. and like there's no natural progression of dialogue like it i don't know man this like it was weird like it's a good movie but like this movie should have been a lot better yeah. There are things that they improved upon that Raimi himself improved upon, like putting a little bit more of his special touch in this movie yes. than one. You know, we get a lot more of that Raimi feel to it. Um but there's just I don't there's a lot of weird minor things that just are not yeah. great. I agree. Like that's what kind of hit me about this movie was
0: like just the little things that are bad or like weird. Like the characterization of Doc Ock, the beating us over the head with the doubt, beating us over the head with the the relationship. Um, again, uh, Triple J, amazing um, as always.
1: Yeah, and he's he's allowed. So out of all the characters you have in this movie, he is the one character that is allowed to say the same thing three different times in a row because right. it's fucking awesome and it's hilarious. Well, and
0: it, I mean that's 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 jonah yeah right? that's part like, of his personality that's part of him
1: you're fired yeah <laughs> you're unfired get back here <laughs> i need you to take pictures of this he um, like, he has substantially more screen time in this one yeah so he does they knew yeah they, they watched it out. that first one was like oh fuck we gotta give him more <laughs> I mean, lines we
0: still don't like we don't have the the amazing scene from the first one though right like they they weren't gonna do it more than once um instead we got like the kind so what i'm talking about is the goblin scene right where he yeah. like doesn't give peter up yeah where he doesn't give peter so up. then the the version of that in this one is where he's like ah oh, what did i do i got the spider to go
1: away and yeah. then spider-man takes his suit back and he's like wow what a menace <laughs> <laughs> which so i i do have an issue with that scene um a, thi- a, a thing I regularly yeah. bitch about, especially with comic book movies, is undercutting a heartfelt moment for, for a, a joke. fucking joke. Yep, and that's what they did in the scene. Like, yeah, Jonah like gets into this like weird like he's saying things that you haven't heard him say before, yep. and he's like kind of admitting he's wrong, and he's like kind of like sympathetic about it. And then when the suit, when Spider Man steals the suit, he immediately turns and like jay jonah jameson is like bipolar or something yeah it's the Uh, character yeah
0: but it's still like this the thing that pisses you off
1: yeah it's still like undercutting this heartfelt moment for a joke and i like i i think he should have like said something a little bit more sincere and like rolled with the moment like you know he likes he's staring at the suit and then he turns around and he like looks at the suit and he doesn't even have to say anything maybe he's just like gives like a little nod and he's just like
2: hmm okay he's back
1: and then like you know he says something sincere and then you can roll with the joke like spider-man still suit page one like fucking menace like or whatever right like you know but you, you it was too quick of a turn like it was just like a fucking switch. And like, while I get it, and yes, it does fit with the characterization, it, it still for me like undercuts Annoying. the moment. And yeah, as like like you're getting into it, you're like, oh fuck, like, doesn't this give you a cheer moment with Jay, and then nope, yeah, it's it gone. doesn't give
0: you a chance to enjoy it. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, I mean, what I was trying to say about that was that it wasn't as good, right? And yeah. it's not, and it, and I mean, like you just said, like that's one of the reasons it's not as good, but. I don't know. The whole movie just isn't as good as one. Yeah. It's good. And I'm not saying it's bad. Like the action is good. The acting for the most part is pretty good. Like Al- Alfred Molina, again, another amazing casting job in this, in this, yeah. in this franchise. Um, But like some of the characterization details about Doc Ock were fucked up. You know, there's some weird dialogue, there's, like beating us over the head with stuff. Like, yeah. The. The effects held up for the most part. I mean, there's a couple of parts where it's like, ooh, look kind of funky. And you get a yeah. lot more CGI fighting in this one um, because, you know, obviously, Doc Ock, you can only do so much with practical effects, especially when they're like fighting, climbing on buildings and falling through the air and shit. Yeah. yeah. I thought it looked pretty good, though. It looked, it looks, it looks pretty
3: good.
1: Yeah.
0: There's, Especially, like, for the time for frame. For being 2004, like, there's still definitely, like, some, like, Ooh, that kind of looks like ass, but, um, so Cassie came in again, like, she came in when we were watching the first one. Yeah. And she came in again on this one, and she brought something up, which is definitely a thing in all the old older Spider-Man stuff and movies, like, shooting his webs at nothing. Yeah. And like <laughs> flying away,
3: yeah, he does. Yeah, he spots does a he's lot. Like...
0: And I feel like they tried to avoid it in the first one because like there's a few times where he's like just jumping and running and like where he uses the slingshot gag to get to the the bridge and stuff like that. Uh, but like this one, he's like on a wharf and just like shoots web out into a bay and swings off. Like what? What are you attached to? Like a fucking <laughs> seagull? It That's, was a seagull. And I want to. I want to credit Cassie with that joke. Cause I took that directly from her, but, um, that's a good joke. Yeah, it's a good joke. That's why I took it. Uh, but, but like, seriously, like, I mean, that, that took me out of it a few times. There was definitely a thought I was having. She was just like yelling about it. <laughs> she was like, I fucking hate this. I hate Toby Maguire. Like, well, uh, but
3: I don't know. It's, 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 it's a good movie, but it's not as good as one. I really enjoyed. Like the, I think the last time I watched this movie when it was when it came out in theaters. Honestly, I think I watched it after that, but not very much. You know, it's been a long time. Yeah, like it, probably at least ten or twelve years. I really, really enjoyed it. Like, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as one. More right. than I, when I sit and think about it, mm-hmm. but I still had a good time watching it. Oh yeah, uh, I loved Alfred Molina. Oh yeah, I love. Spiderman, love that Spiderman's, Spider-Man. love that Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, you got some spots for us. I do. We okay. got to enter the webs of wonder.
1: Uh, do you have something else b- before we do that? I want to talk about my favorite joke in the movie. Okay, I need some help remembering the dialogue though. Oh, you so, can't find it. Uh, it's when so when Peter goes into J Jonah Jameson. This is, this is my favorite joke because it's not a joke. It, like, it, it, it's a joke, but it's not, like, a joke. It's, like, a it, it fucking... Oh, my God, like, this joke drove me nuts. I laughed so hard. Um, When Peter takes... he He's done O-T- shooting Spider-Man. O-T- he takes that portfolio uh-huh. of pictures in. It's, like, a guy playing chess in the park. Uh, a picture of, like, some uh, flowers, like, uh, a, a different side of New York. Right. And... Uh, J. Jonah Jameson tells him something. He t- he says... Uh, oh, he says, you're like making me sick. You're making... Yeah, he-, he says, you're making me sick. Get this something away from me. And I don't remember... Do you remember what he I says? I don't remember. Fuck. You get this garbage off my desk or something? No, it's... He compares it to like a dessert. Oh, yeah. Dude, I don't remember. I should have fucking wrote this down.
2: Pacific,
0: I don't remember either. I'm thinking
3: seconds. what you're
0: talking about, but while we're looking for this, you you know what my favorite one was? What? Uh, this is between uh, Jonah and Sam's brother. Uh, I can never remember his first name. Um, but in the movie, he's called his name's Hoffman. So, what are we gonna call this guy? Uh, Doctor Octopus? That's crap. <laughs> uh, science Squid? <laughs> crap. Doctor Strange?
3: That's pretty good, but it's taken. Wait, wait, I got it. Doctor Octopus. <laughs> but uh,
0: well, I like it. Of course you do, Doctor Octopus. New villain in town, Doc Oc. Genius. <laughs> what are you looking for a raise? Get out. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: that was pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's pretty great. Okay, I found it. So J J Jonah Jameson after he shows him the 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 different side of New York pictures uh says get your pretty little portfolio off my desk before I go into a diabetic coma which is my favorite joke in the movie because his portfolio is too fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and I laughed I laughed too hard at this when when he says it. Like when we were watching it, I just fucking died. And <laughs> Shane, I just looked at Shane, just like looked over at me, and I'm just fucking rolling.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I wanted to mention that because that was to me that that was that was like a beautiful piece of writing because it didn't tell you the joke. You just had to figure it out. You had to figure it out. I guess I didn't catch that. It's I. It was just one of those things. I don't know. That's awesome. I I, I just thought it was great. It was a wonderful moment because it's, it's like his it has J. Jonah's like whole persona wrapped up into like one scene and like done really well and you know it's representational for like Peter and like trying to do something because he does that all the time. Yeah. When he goes to the Daily Bugle, he's always like, "Hey, this other stuff," and J. Jonah's like, "No, Spider Man." Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Until he wants him to do something else, because somebody called in sick.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. Ready ready for trivia.
3: Uh, This is the Webs of Wonder. Oh, this is the Webs of Wonder. We're going to do, I'm going to give you a weird villain, talk about a Spider-Man, and give you a spider fact. Okay. Yeah. Are going to be sticky afterwards? Probably. All right. Let's do it. I'm already pretty sticky as it is. All right. I got a weird villain for you. Oh, let's do it. Uh, his name is Typeface. Typeface. You guys heard of Typeface. <laughs> I do not know <laughs> who this is. Uh, what little is known about Typeface's past is seen in flashback. In, a, in his civilian life as Gordon Thomas, he fights in an unknown war for the U.S. Army in which he loses his brother, Joey. Upon his return to America, Gordon's wife leaves him and takes their son, his son with her. Feeling outcast, Gordon becomes a signsmith. He is happy for a time until a man named George Finch buys the company he is working for, Ace Signs. And Gordon is laid off. Gordon starts to hate everything that went wrong in his life and decides to become a supervillain, calling himself Typeface. He uses a grease pencil to write letters on his face, including a large red R on his forehead for retribution. He begins g- yeah, begins Committing vandalism Throughout the city and while attacking local Thugs he catches the attention of Spider-Man Typeface uses his giant letters As weapons and manages to Defeat the webslinger. After successfully escaping and returning to his apartment He replaces the R Letter on his head with an A For annihilation What in the Absolute <laughs> fuck is going on uh, Thomas later seeks revenge against George Finch But is stopped by Spider-Man Typeface wants to kill Spider-Man for intervening But when he sees the webslinger being attacked by the Spider-Hybrid He has a flashback to the words his brother Joey once gave him Just live, man <laughs> <laughs> is This Is from the 60s? Uh, I think so Okay Uh, Typeface decides to help Spider-Man defeat the Spider-Hybrid and renounces his desire to kill Finch. However, Finch decides to exact revenge on Typeface for humiliating him and finds the bombs Thomas would have used to kill him. Finch sets them off and demolishes an entire building, killing himself. And for a time, it was believed that Typeface died in the explosion. Oh my God, he came back. When the police arrived, they declared Typeface responsible for the explosion. Of course they did. So that is Typeface. Oh, God. Wow.
1: There's some really bad
3: villains. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to dig them all up for you. <laughs> awesome. We got eight weeks of this. <laughs> this is week two. <laughs> We're at a good start. Yeah. We that was got... real bad. <laughs> I was going through my. Typeface. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, got me a spider fact. You guys ready for a spider fact? I thought fact? it was going to be like a tick villain. Like, literally has a typewriter for a head. <gasps> oh, dude. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Boom. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> um, You guys ready for a spider fact? Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, Russell's going to like this one. You ready? Are they spooky? Spiders are spooky. That's my spider fact. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> What? It's true. People need to know. Oh, um,
1: fuck. Now, Earlier in this episode, we talked about being upset about getting beat over the head with something.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you invited me in the show.
0: <laughs> well, at least we weren't getting beat over the head with letters. Like actual letters. I'll
1: like tell a- you next week if that's what I would prefer.
3: <laughs> um. Now I want to talk about a Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, this one is uh, Benjamin, or Ben Riley. Oh, yeah. About Ben Riley, The Scarlet Spider. Also known as the Scarlet Spider. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a fictional superhero appearing in American comics, published by Marvel Comics. I don't know why I decided to say that. You yeah. know that. Uh, grown in a lab by the Jackal slash Miles Warren. He is a clone of Spider-Man slash Peter Parker. <laughs> tasked with fighting the hero, but instead becoming an ally. Later, even regarded as a brother. Is but is he is he the clone? Is he? Or is Peter the clone? Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Why are we whispering?
0: Don't read this Clone <laughs> Saga. <laughs> Please.
3: <laughs> or
0: do and just be like, I hate Spider-Man. <laughs> this was what the fuck is this shit?
3: Uh created by writer uh Jerry Conway, the character first appeared in the amazing Spider-Man one forty nine, October nineteen seventy-five. <coughs> And is seemingly seemingly killed in the same issue. The character returned and featured prominently in the ninety four to ninety six Clone Saga storyline mm-hmm. that we shouldn't watch or listen to. Read really, one of those, <laughs> whatever. God damn, Dave, come you, on. You, you can read it; it's fine.
0: It's just long and drawing the fuck out.
3: Uh, adopting the Scarlet Spider alias with a costume similar to Spider-Man's, consisting of a red spandex bodysuit and mask, complemented by a blue sleeveless hoodie sweatshirt. I mean, it's adorned with large
0: spider symbol on both sides. It's super nineties, but also dope. And I mean, that sounds dope. It's you should see it. It's dope costume.
3: Um, uh, along with the yeah, along with the utility belt and bulkier web shooters super 90s. It sounds very 90s. Yeah. I'm into it. Pockets. <laughs> it's, it's Spider-Man, but he has pockets. <laughs> um, the Sky Scar- Scar- Spider costume was designed by artist Tom Lyle when uh when Peter Parker temporarily left the Spider-Man role, Ben became the new Spider-Man while wearing a new costume variation designed by the artist Mark Bagley. Oh yeah, Bagley. 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 Yep. However, Riley dies at the hands of the Green Goblin slash Norman Osborne, sacrificing himself to save Parker, who then resumes the Spider Man role. And then Ben comes back. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I didn't read that far. <clears throat>
0: yeah, I mean, it's comics. Everybody dies and comes back. Fair, fair. But yeah, that's Ben Riley. Ben Riley. Probably the best thing to come out of the Clone Saga. <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> it sound, yeah. You
0: keep talking about it, it. sounds real bad. Yeah, I don't know. It's just long. It's like, we were selling a lot of books. We should make this longer.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sell more books. Yeah. That has been the Webs of Wonder. Okay. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Do you want to do the Into the Corner? Go to the Corner. Sweet! I got two bits at once. Yeah. I'm gonna pull it up. All right. Welcome to Dave's Trivia Corner.
2: Dave's Trivia Corner!
3: Where the point of this corner is for you to say. Oh, that's neat. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. 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 You can pretty much say anything. Why don't you say it's neat? What Ow, the fuck? That's neat. Wow, that's neat. neat. <laughs> Ow, that's ne- <laughs> I like both those. Um, all right. At around 24 minutes, when Peter flips over an oncoming car, Toby McGuire performed the stunt himself. He flipped over the car himself. Apparently, a stuntman also performed it, but Sam Raimi thought McGuire's looked more natural, so he used his instead. Huh. Good job, Toby. I couldn't do that. I would die. Yeah. I would- oh, was that
0: when the uh scooter gets run over? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I imagine there was a little bit of wire work there. I mean he did it. He was in the harness. Yeah. He didn't just like (laughs) jump off
1: a scooter while it got run over at like 50 miles an hour. Look, Jackie Chan obscured my idea of does his own stunts. Yeah, I know. Because he would have actually flipped over that fucking car. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Very true. I think he probably has.
0: Yeah. I'm sure he has.
3: Uh, Toby Maguire was fired due to reports of him faking a back injury for a larger pay raise for Spider-Man 2. Jake Gyllenhaal was lined up to play Spider-Man and had already begun preparation, but Maguire decided to take part after all. However, according to the DVD commentary, the my back joke, Peter falls from the roof. Ru- when Peter falls on the roof was purely <laughs> coincidental <laughs> As it was written Into the script before McGuire's problem arose McGuire apologized to studio Execs and got his role Back. Hall would go on To play Spider-Man's enemy Mysterio, Mysterio 15 years later in Spider-Man Far From Home Huh, that's wow. neat Yeah, it worked That is neat I got two neats. I have ascended Bye! You, know, you gotta finish this bit! Okay, I'll come back down. God damn it. Get off the ceiling. <laughs> Tired of holding this mic up there. Um, if you look closely at Peter's apartment, you can see the picture he took of Mary Jane just before he was bitten by a radioactive spider. Yep. It was supposed to represent the last moment of innocence in Peter's life before it changed forever.
2: Aw
0: him creepily taking too many pictures
3: of too mj <laughs> was was innocence but okay hey <clears throat> Remember. uh the trade fight between doc ock and spider-man was the idea of director sam Raimi and his first major sequence he filmed
0: it was an awesome fight too
1: yeah it was a good fight that's a great fucking
3: scene the whole scene yeah i completely agree yeah Um, at around five minutes, Stan Lee originally filmed the cameo of the man who shouts, hey, Spider-Man stole that guy's pizza. But because of problems with the shot, it was refilmed with another actor and Lee was given a different but heroic cameo.
0: Yeah. His cameos in both of these movies are extremely short and blink if you blink and you'll miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Was this before they said, hey, we should put Stan Lee in everything. I mean, Stan was doing cameos and stuff forever. I guess that's true. He was in Mallrats. He was in Mallrats. Mallrats is like 94, 96. Yeah, it was like four minutes of dialogue. 94 was Clerks. Mallrats is like 96 or 97,
3: I think. They talk about uh, the thing's dick. He refuses to talk
0: about the thing's dick. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I think your pal has a preoccupation with superhero genitalia. (laughs) Might want to see somebody about that.
3: <coughs> um, I got a few more. Oh, Brody. Uh Willem Dafoe was not originally supposed to return for, for this movie, but he was walking back to his apartment one night and saw the cast and crew filming nearby. He stopped by the set to say hello, and the filmmaker decided to give him a cameo appearance. <laughs> Is that true?
0: Because I thought he was on the set to get like they brought him on set to give Molina uh, like pointers on playing a villain. Oh, well, there's, there's a, there's a video of, 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 uh, Defoe in the Doc Ock arms. Like, Melina comes on set and they're like, we have a surprise for you. And he comes around the corner and Defoe is in the Doc Ock arms doing Melina's lines like, way over the top Shakespearean <laughs> and they all like laugh and
3: clap <laughs> I didn't know that yeah
0: there's a video of it somewhere I saw it recently like not like maybe a couple months ago
1: maybe that's how he got on set and then maybe that, that happened, happened afterwards, afterwards. Yeah. yeah they
0: were just like William Defoe just showed up and put your arms on and started being an ass so like here you go check that out hilarious <laughs> Talk about walking
1: around swinging your weird and confusing dick <laughs> There it is. I was
2: waiting for it.
3: (laughs) Huh. Neat. (laughs) All right. I got uh, about three or four, and they're all about Alfred Molina. Holy shit. Fuck yeah. According to Alfred Molina, the stunt team would often trick him into performing a stunt. (laughs) Uh, Because. Oh, where's it at? Oh, I just read it and I missed it. There's one on here where he he, uh, wanted to. didn't want to take work away from the men. So that's why he didn't <laughs> want to do stunts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's why they were tricking. Um, Alfred Molina lost some weight for this role as Dr. Octopus, uh, considering he had to gain some for the part of Diego Rivera in uh, Frida. Okay. I uh, said he wanted Doc Ock to have the build of a 1950s weightlifter. Okay. Yeah. Um, Alfred Molina thought the, cr- uh, the crew of Spider-Man 2 Were the hardest working group of people He has ever worked with <coughs> That's sweet I got one more Okay, About our friend Alfred uh, Alfred Molina who plays Dr. Octopus actually gave names To his four mechanical tentacles Larry, yeah. Harry Flo and Mo Yeah Flo was the top right tentacle because it was operated by a female grip and that particular tentacle was the most motherly, which removed his sunglasses and gave him sips of his drink. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. That's all I got for the corner. So this has been Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. I like that one. Use that one. Okay, I don't, I, don't, I lost a bit. I don't okay. know what's going on. Yeah, it's fine. It's over. It's, <laughs> it's
0: okay. Uh, so are we ready to rate this? Yeah. All right. I'm ready. I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. Um, because, like I said, it's good, but it isn't as good as one. Um, and there, there's a lot of weird stuff going on here, like the. The characterization of Doc Ock is, is good until it gets subverted by itself. It's like, why? What is this yeah. AI bullshit? <clears throat> he just... Yeah, like it, You have the motivation right there in front of you, and then they don't do it. And it's like, okay, what the fuck? Um, like we've talked about ad nauseum, beating you over the head with... The fact that they beat us over the head with... The romance, like, the failed romance and the doubt and all that stuff. Um, but casting Alfred Molina was a fantastic idea. Um, you, we still have the great castings from the last movie. Um, so, like, there's a lot good going on here. It's just they there were, like, some minor fuck-ups in the script that, like, really hurt it. And then, like, maybe some editing should have been done to the uh doubt and um the romance like subplots so
1: i'm gonna give it a seven and a half russell what do you got Uh, i'm gonna (sighs) give it an eight um i thoroughly enjoyed one more than two uh but I, i i got a lot of respect for two um there were some things done in the superhero fights that I don't feel like we had really seen like when he fights Goblin, it's all pretty like, it's all pretty simple. Yeah. Um, and when he's fighting Doc Ock, it's, it's a lot more like, it's a little bit more action packed. It's a little bit more like each particular movement is important Mm. in, in the fights. And like, it's a little bit more thought out, a little bit more choreographed. Um, so I thought that that was interesting. Um, so like we're, we're kind of like discovering, so we're we're rewatching the discovery of how to make a superhero movie, and right. like that to me is like going back and watching these has has been interesting. And there are things in these movies that we don't get anymore, and I'm I'm yeah. finding that interesting too. Like because this is this is more about like like these Spider-Man movies have been more about like what it is to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. Like, I mean, with MCU, like, like, I love what they've done. I love a lot of the stuff, even a lot of stuff that have changed, like, I've accepted, like. But there's, like, thematic elements that we haven't really gotten in the MCU, or at least not that have been, like, prominent that have been in these two movies. And, like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of struggling here here with that thought, because, like, and, and we get this beautiful train scene. The, mm-hmm. the train scene in this movie is one of the best scenes in any superhero yeah. movie I've I've, yeah. I've seen. Like, you know, him and Doc Ock are fighting and Peter is str- uh, Spider-Man. You know, he's fucking struggling. Like, he, and he, he needs to save all these people on this train. You know, he gets his fucking ass handed to him. He gets the ever-loving shit beat out of him. And, like, ends up without his mask on. hmm And like this scene like hits so hard cuz like <laughs> like and it's okay what they did here cuz cuz we have this super <coughs> heartfelt scene right and there ends up being a kind of like a joke but it's not really it's not like a joke joke it's not told as a joke but and it, it, it does come off a little funny because you get all these new yorkers that you know like oh, you want to get to him you got to go through me and like they all just fucking stand up and like that right there, like that was the fucking, ooh. Like, mm-hmm.
3: um, that was Joey Diaz, by the way.
1: Yeah. And then them giving him his mask back and like yeah. your secret's safe with us. And yeah, the little <laughs> boys being like, don't worry, we're not going to tell anybody. Yeah. I was like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> same. I was like, oh, uh,
1: you know, they're like, the one guy is like, he's just a fucking kid. Yeah. And he's no, no older than my son. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so you get this, like, just a super heartfelt scene, and Doc Ock just kind of, like, sends his tentacles in and splits everyone apart. Um, Because that makes sense. Like, he's this overwhelming, super-powered villain, and he's just like, "Okay." Okay. Uh, but it doesn't undercut the fact that they all stood up to him is, like the difference. Yeah, you know, it doesn't it doesn't undercut it because like the 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 part of it that felt so good was when they're all just like "fuck you, buddy," mm-hmm. and you know, and then you know, Spider Man gets up and they can t- continue their fight, and then Peter has to stop the train from. Well, I'm misremembering the events. Yeah, that, the train, the, the, the but... train, tra- stopping <laughs> the... the train happens first. Yeah, then they
0: help him. Then, uh, Doc Ock splits them apart and then he knocks knocks Spider
1: Man out and takes him to Harry. Yeah. Takes him to Harry. And, uh, so then that, but that just, that whole scene is just so, yeah, so fucking emotionally charged. So, like, the closest we've gotten to, like, the, whether a hero is adored
0: or despised, uh, by the public is the end of, like, the, Sort of end of uh, Avengers One, right? Yeah, where you have all the interviews and stuff, and some people are like, "Oh yeah, the Avengers are great," and some people are like, oh, we can't have superpowered people like that running around." Yeah, um, which is like a very shallow and uh, quick version of everything that we've gotten from everyone's reactions in these two movies to Spider Man. Yeah, right.
1: And and I w- I will say too, like we we haven't really had a character. Like, to do it with yeah, in the MCU, because all these characters are, like, we're heroes and you know it, and, like, this is, like, I'm Tony Stark. Tony right. Stark is Iron Man. Steve yeah. Rogers is Captain America. Like, they're, everyone knows who the fuck these people are. Right. And you don't, they're not street level, so, like, there's a lot of, like, they
0: deal with the government being, like, well, you can't have this suit, uh, yeah. Tony, this is a weapon of war. Um. And then you know we have the Sokovia Accords, and yeah. we have them getting uh, you know talked to by Shield and talked to by the this like Senate committee and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's not.
1: It's it's all higher level stuff yeah it's all political commentary right not like the social commentary of being a superhero right so
0: like that stuff has always fallen on spider-man and i think that's that and the web slinging is what's missing from the tom holland stuff (laughs) yeah yeah but we might get it in the next one but i doubt it because it's going to be so jam-packed with shit
1: yeah i just like it's not like a lot of the mcu stories like some of them are really intimate but like i'm realizing that we've gotten really far away from that yeah with the mcu like mm-hmm. and and i'm just now like like rewatching these and like these individual superhero movies and we wanted team-ups like i still I, I want team-ups yeah but like i i think we need to dial it back like i think we need and we're not going to because of the slate that's about to be released yeah. and i'm hoping hawkeye has I'm hoping Hawkeye has like some hints of intimacy, as oh, as man. far as like these characters go. You did have you had it in,
0: uh, one division. No, Hawkeye and or not Hawkeye, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You just didn't like it. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh,
1: it was there. It, it, yeah it it sort of is. Yeah, no, it's there. It's it's not. The same?
0: No, it's not. But it's not going to be the same because yeah. they're not Spider Man. Well,
1: yeah, and they're not New York, right? But anyway, but um, but yeah. Over overall, I mean, it's just like, like the movie itself is. It's good. It's worth watching. It's worth rewatching. I don't rewatch a lot of stuff. Yeah, I I don't. It takes me years to want to rewatch something. Um, but rewatching these two movies now especially after everything we've gotten like is very interesting. Um so I do I do recommend going back and you know watching Spider-Man 1 and 2. Uh and I'm going to give it an 8.
3: Okay. I'm going to give this a 8.5. All right. I gave the first one a 9. And I really enjoyed this one. I think I still enjoy the first one more than this one. But uh, I just had a good time watching it. I like Alfred Molina. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Campbell was back in it. I love Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Love Triple J. It's a good time. I almost said Double J, but that's Jeff Jarrett. Fuck
2: that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, as you guys were talking about it, I'm like, okay, I can start seeing. (laughs) I missed some of the stuff. Like, all right, all right. That happens a lot in the show.
0: Well, I mean, we're not trying to convince you. We're just like showing you how we saw it. You know, and I don't, I, I hate that. I love talking about these movies, but I hate that I feel like sometimes I feel like we make it, make you enjoy it less after the fact because we're like <laughs> this movie had all this trash in it but there was this good stuff and overall I enjoyed it I'm going to give it a 7 and you were like yeah it's a fucking 10 and when you come you, you come in and you're excited about the movie and then we talk about it and you're like yeah you guys are right it's it's a 8 maybe and I'm like aw, we made him we we're fucking making him into a cynic
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are it's your fault uh, my last thought on the movie which I neglected to say I'm go because I got sidetracked uh, is sorry like they did the setup for a sequel really well like because you get J. Jonah Jameson's son and that's clear, clearly they're setting up bringing in the symbiote Yes. And you get, you know, Harry's disgruntled over Spider Man's death. Now, I will say on that, another reason uh, some of the stuff I think they could have cut or like changed or added something else is like, you don't like every moment Harry and Peter have together is like bitter and fueled yeah. by like Harry's rage of Spider Man. And like, while I get it, like they still should have been able to have at least a sincere moment. Instead, like, the conversation constantly changes and is geared toward Harry being mad at Spider-Man. Like, there's no real sincere moment between, there's no good sincere moment between Harry and Peter. We should have gotten at least, like, one before Harry discovers that. He's Spider-Man. He's Spider-Man. Yeah. That's pretty much all I got left to say.
3: Alright, right on. I Yeah, I I enjoyed it, and I don't want you to think that, like, you guys should change my mind about it. No, I just, like, I brought, just brought up some stuff like that I was like, oh, okay. But, like, yeah, eight and a half. I liked it. Alright. Cool. Watch it. If you haven't seen it in a while, watch it. I don't know why I pointed at Russell. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <he> <laughs> you should watch it, it.
0: You guys should watch it if you haven't seen it. And, I mean, like, obviously we're spoiling, like, 14 17 year old movies, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, that's gonna do it for this episode of DQB Does, where we went over Spider Man 2 in our winter of the wall crawler. Uh, come back next week, we're gonna do Spider Man 3 with all the shit packed into it. That was awesome. Emo uh, <laughs> Spider-Man. emo Spider Man, that's the Spider-Man. one thing I remember
3: is emo Spider Man. <laughs>
0: Uh, So come back next week. If you got any questions or anything, go ahead and hit us up. DraftEQ at gmail.com. Give us a five-star rating and shit. I don't, I don't... I mean, yeah. Listen, You're already listening and you're at the end. So thanks.
3: Yes, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> a guy named Otto Octavius winds up with eight limbs,
0: four mechanical arms welded right onto his body. What are the odds?